The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring you disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. Tonight's special guest is Commander Sonny Sito, an alien hybrid with a message for humankind. I want to thank all our new Veritas members You are keeping Veritas alive. This week's forum question is, if you could ask a question to an extraterrestrial, what would you ask? The Veritas Show is syndicated by the following affiliates. K-Rock's Zero Point Radio, the Black Vault Radio Network, and the Paranormal Radio Network, 105.8 FM, New Orleans. If you need to get in touch with me with questions or feedback, send me an email to mail, that's M-E-L, at veritasshow.com, or stop by the Manticore Forum and join the discussion with members around the world. For the latest news, visit our blog. And now, get ready to spend a night with Commander Sonny Sito, a gray alien hybrid who has a message for humankind. The message may sound harsh at times, and the interview may even become heated as we discuss the secrets of the universe. Who are we? Where do we come from? And where are we going? 2012. Who else lives in our solar system? And much more. This is Mel Fabregas, 
and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be another show where we have to be skeptical but keep an open mind. We should not believe or disbelieve anything if we have no proof. We can, however, discern and draw our own conclusions. And that is exactly what I would like you to do tonight. In the interest of disclosure, for many months, a number of people have been asking me to interview tonight's guest. I dismissed the possibility more than once. However, It wasn't until recently when a member of our forum posted a link to a video that I decided to look into this matter further. I let people react first before I ventured to watch it. And after a few responses, I decided it was time for me to watch it too. My skeptic mind could not make sense of the story. However, as I watched and listened on, I thought it was time to make contact. And I have for the past few weeks. And tonight, she joins us for the first time, Commander Sonny Sito. Hello, Commander Sonny, and welcome to the Veritas Show. Hello. Let me start by saying that I spoke to Commander Sonny yesterday and told her that I, it is important to understand that we as humans experience lies and deceit as part of our growing process. And some of the questions I have for her may sound as if they're coming from a skeptic. Nonetheless, the goal is the same. We don't want to believe, we want to know. This is what this show is all about. First, Commander Sonny, tell us how you discovered who you are and what's your purpose on this planet. Give us a quick summary of how you, quote-unquote, landed here. I had memories when lightning hit our front porch when I was four years old. The memories were in the form of flashbacks, which were like watching a, a movie inside your brain. It was thousands of images of me piloting a vessel with a crew seated seated around me at consoles. The lightning triggered something in my mind that made me have flashbacks back to a previous incarnation. Previous incarnation happened in several states away from the state I was living in at the time. And in the flashbacks, there were severe thunderstorms, and we were flying and trying to find a place to land when our ships all went down because I took my face away from the console and lightning hit it, hit our ship, knocked the force fields out. That was linking all three ships together. The flashbacks were very real. They were not imaginary. The lightning served as a trigger point in the recall and the lifting of whatever veil that was over my eyes, keeping me blind. 
So let's go back to before you incarnated here. Well, actually, after. How was life growing up on planet Earth? Living on planet Earth is like living in a hellhole. Too much crime, too much hate, too much intolerance, too much prejudice, too much narrow brain and narrow-minded labeling where it shouldn't even be done. My life was was full of severe mental and physical and sexual torture and abuse, which is why I don't trust people. Now, take us back to when you were born here. Where were you born? Born is a, To me, the word born means smelly, painful, and ugliness. I was incarnated. I wasn't born. That's an animalistic thing. But you, as a baby, did you have to go through the whole birthing process from a mother? I was taken from my mother's womb before I was incarnated. Oh, okay. Now, explain to us the process. They take a woman aboard a ship and put her on a table, and they remove the fetus at about four or five months of your gestation and put it in a glass cylinder, Uh huh. which is filled with an amber-type liquid that allows it to, to get all the nutrients that is, that is required from it. It is an artificial womb, which is what your medical profession has been trying to perfect, but they have never perfected it yet because it's new to them. And how long does the gestation process last in that system? For about five of your months. So when you were placed inside, let's call it the container with the amber-looking liquid, how many, and I know it's difficult for you to use the concept of time. How old was the fetus when he was placed in the container? Approximately four or five of your months. So, in other words, it takes more or less the same time for you to be incarnated, about nine to ten months. Approximately, yes. Okay. So, after the nine to ten months, what happened to you as a baby? How did they transport her or you, to your earth mother, if you will. The female unit is brought back aboard the ship, and she's kept in a certain room, and one of the nurse attendants brings the fetus out and places it in her hands, and she is made to bond with it. And the nurse and them tell her by telepathy, this is your child, you must bond with this. It needs love in order to thrive and to grow. My earth mother did not want me. She tried to kill me many times. She started attempting to kill you. She tried to stand against the wall of the ship, and Kenyo stopped her. And Kenyo, for the listeners, who is Kenyo? He is my, who I consider to be my father. You are half gray through your father, Kenyo, and half human through your Native American mother. Is that correct? That is correct, though I disown any side of my mother. Of course, because she tried to kill you. Not only that, but she was a druggist, a druggie and into alcohol. Now, why why would really? your People earth mother be chosen? Why would she be chosen to be your mother if they knew she had a predisposition to drug and alcohol abuse? She was implanted when she was a little girl. 
I see. The microchip implant in her. And that's why they followed her as a mission to to keep you as, as your mother. You guys here on Earth tranquilize and microchip animals as a way to track their location and what they do and stuff. Right, but then why weren't the, let's call them guides, if she was implanted with a microchip or an implant, why wasn't she followed to per- perhaps give her guidance not to get into the into drugs and alcohol? Because on this earth, people have the choice of free will to do what they want. Very interesting. And in your in Kenya, your father's civilization, you don't because you have what's called the hive concept, correct? That is right. Everybody is ruled by the hive. And therefore, there's no war and none of the other ugliness you have on this backward planet. Well, but isn't not having free will taking your independence and taking uh, choices away from you, in a way? In a way it is, but also it cuts down on murders and other things that people do on a whim. So for those who are listening, when we talk about a hive, let's imagine a beehive. Can we use that uh, comparison without offending uh, your race, uh, Commander? We are a beehive because we are social insects. We are related to the bees and the ants on Earth, but we are far more advanced and much larger than them. So, of course, the bees have the queen, and the ants have their queen. In your case, explain to me how it works. The queen is the kagush, who is the supreme leader over all the hive. Now, are there many queens, or is there one queen for all the hive? No, there is many queens that are ruled under by the supreme ruler or kagush queen. These other queens uh, are in charge over their own colonies. It's like a hierarchy. Right. Explain to me the hierarchy so we can understand it from the, from the top to the bottom. At the top is the Kagush, which is the mantis-type people who are descended from the queen. And from the mantis-type people, there was the working class or the worker caste jobs it is to build the ships and to go to different planets and to study. They are also known as the scientist and astronaut cast. The other cast that are on our world are types of workers that build the cities and stuff. So would you say that everyone has a job to do and they are born with that job description, if you will? Everybody when they have a place in our society and everybody has a task that they do and they don't question their task. It is a very rigid culture. Would you say that you had something to do with the creation of the Hindu religion and the caste system? The Pleiadians were also involved in that. Not just our people, it was others that helped. Now, you grew up in the South, in in, in North Carolina, am I right? I am not allowed to disclose the exact location. Okay. And out of curiosity, why would that be if it's only a state? Huh? I'm just referring to a state, not an exact location. I'm tired of getting death threats from idiots. Okay. So you grew up in the United States, somewhere in the United States. Well, I'm not going to read the location out. No, that's fine. 
but you moved in certain places, and during the offline communication that you and I have had, you mentioned that you grew up in bases. Are those military bases? Yeah, they're not nut house bases. Right. Besides, right. Called mental hospitals, and I'm not no no freaking kook. Okay, just just I, I want to let you know that the purpose of my questions are not to put you on the defensive. I just want to be able to uh, give the listeners an idea from point A to point B where we are now so that everybody knows what you've gone through from the time you were incarnated until now. I'm not doing this to to demean you or to cause any harm. I say this in the most complimentary way. Do you understand? I understand. Okay. Because I sense defensiveness coming from you and I want you to be aware that I'm, I'm not here to ridicule you. Because I'm tired of, of them bashing me all the time when I have not done one thing to them. I agree. And they act like fools. They don't have no intellect or they wouldn't be doing what they do. Look, it takes somebody to walk in your shoes 100% in order for them to judge you. So anybody that doesn't know who you are, just don't listen to them. Let's just focus on this interview today and let's try to educate the world. Okay. Well, let's not generalize. There's very good people out there that are concerned about your well-being, and they have sent uh, lots of good questions because they want to know. They don't trust the establishment, and they would like to listen to a different opinion. So let me go back to the video that we all saw. A lot of the people that are listening to me now are listening because they, they were referred to the video that most people watched. The first thing that really caught my attention, Commander, from watching the video, you warned us that there will be, let me call it a false flag event, in which there will be a manufactured pandemic, and the military will get involved to administer vaccines, when in reality, the vaccines will carry a microchip. You said that in 2004, am I right? That is correct, and that is in reference to the so-called beast or supercomputer that is currently being made by your militaries. It will usher in the new world order where there'll be only one form of government. Those who refuse to take the microchip, which will be a way to track everything you do, everything you buy, everything you say, you will be tracked. You will be recorded because the microchips have coded numbers in them and everybody has their own unique number. You already have something out there called Verichip, which is yes. a precursor to this new chip that will be almost microscopic, so it can be injected by a syringe along with a so-called vaccine. Now, how did you know this back then in 2004? I heard a number of people talk individually about FEMA camps. I heard people talk about uh, vaccine, mandatory vaccinations. I heard people talk about... about this. You had a premonition of this. Tell me more about that. premonition, which was in the form of a, of a movie in my head. When I dream, it is vivid dreams in color. In the dreams, I saw people being herded up. It was like the world or your nation was under martial law or some kind of some kind of quarantine and they were making everybody go to these clinics and stuff and get these shots 
because they said that some flu or some superbug had been released over those cities. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.